Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. This program is specially dedicated to Her Majesty's forces overseas and to the Transantarctic Expedition, the Falkland Islands Dependency Survey Teams, and the Royal Society Expedition at Halle Bay. Greetings from the Goons. Hello. This is a story of a great endeavor. A story of land, sea, and air, and in some cases, both. <laughs> the date, the 23rd of November, 1956. Christmas was coming. The geese were getting fat. But one problem lay heavily on Parliament's conscience. Gentlemen. What's up under the colony? <laughs> the water colony. Um, I ah. don't know. I'll tell you something. Piece of land surrounded by dollars. Ah. <laughs> As Minister of Military Type Foods, I must state that the picture regarding Christmas puddings for the forces overseas looks pretty black. Then why don't we send them black puddings? <laughs> Thank you, Sir Hartley Shawcross KC. <laughs> Now, a few statistics from our resident statistica. Hey, I see, I see, I see, I see. I see, gentlemen. Owing to the shortage of civilian contractors, they cannot supply sufficient express type duff for our forces overseas. Oh, a calamity, a terrible calamity. Uh, what about the NAFI? NAFI? What is NAFI? An organization working for the downfall of the British Army. Have they succeeded? Several times. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, I have a solution. I just took it off a bicycle tire. <laughs> now, listen to me, please. Why don't the services all combine in the building of a giant Christmas pudding for the royal Well done. The motion was adopted and passed. But meanwhile, at the Admiralty... Ah, pardon me, sir, RN. What is it, Sparks? I'm sorry to interrupt you at squash, sir. It's all right. I'll drink it later. Right. Uh, this Morse signal just arrived from Magadan Transantarctic uh, Expedition, sir. Really? What's it, sir? I don't know. It's all little dots and dashes. I... <laughs> I see. Play it on the gramophone. Right. What a lovely tune. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, it's, uh, it says, we want a Christmas pudding for uh, Christmas by the boys of the uh, Transantarctic Expedition uh, uh, with the Taffy Williams at the uh, Mighty Mosque. Three words a minute. That's his lot. Again! Good luck, You Daddy. mean those lads out there in all that sand and snow are to be denied a Christmas pudding? I fear so, sir. It's not British, I tell you. It's not British. Very few Christmas puddings are these days, so they're made in Japan. Wait, wait. 
I have it, Robin. Have you, sir? Yeah, I have indeed, Robin. We will have to ask the service chiefs to increase the size of the giant Christmas pudding to allow for an extra slice for the Antarctic base. Magnificent, sir. <laughs> Do you know they're mixing it at Chatham at this very moment, sir? Uh-huh. I'll bribe you then. Get up, sir! Get up! We included that brief excerpt from Claire de Lune for people who speak French. <laughs> and now over to Richard Dimbleby. The sound you are now hearing is the great combined services Christmas pudding in the making. Now, I'm standing by the great dry dock at Chatham in which the Christmas pudding is being mixed. Standing next to me is Admiral Seagoon, R.N. Well, we've had a good day today. Grandson. Number three flotilla mortar torpedo boats have been going backwards and forwards, churning up the mixture. <laughs> the cruiser Ajax has been following in their wake, dropping depth charges to bring the raisins to the surface. How perfectly splendid to see the the finest traditions of the silent service being maintained. Yes, yes, we, we try to keep the men happy when they're off duty by giving him little tasks like this. We could do with more of that spirit, sir. You could do with a big clout on the back of your big fat steaming nut now. Put that admiral under arrest. How, my how do you, you can't write. How do you test the, the density of this great... Patriotic pudding mixture. We've sent a diver down. We went down half an hour ago. We're getting rather worried. Why? He hasn't got a diving suit on. <laughs> what a splendid joke that was to play on him. And now the great dockyard is being cleared as the fairy gannets of 824 Squadron swoop low over the pudding. Their bombays are open, and yes, down comes the candied peel, stone ginger, and sultanas. A direct hit on the great Christmas pudding mixture. This is indeed a grand day for the Empire. Uh, pardon me, sir. Uh, all tankers standing by for to take on the pudding, sir. Right. Right, Tell them to drop the suction pumps into the mixture and suck it. Right, there, sir. And so the great pudding mixture is siphoned out of the dry dock and into the great all-British oil tanker, Aristotle Onassis. <laughs> yes, she'll transport it to an empty gasometer near Salisbury Plain. And then on the pudding is under army command, unfortunately. Thank you, Admiral Seagun. And before we go, what is the great record of your choice? I should say, Max Gildred. I'm off to...
Operation Christmas Duff, Part Two. Uh, oh, oh, Revelle. And first thing in the morning, too. Oh, what a shock. Quick, get me some brandy. Have you got a weak heart, sir? No, a weak will. No, Captain Thing, what's the latest Citrep? A600 now, sir. Yes, yes. Tank transporter arrived with converted gas armor containing 600 tons of Christmas pudding ready for cooking. What's its map reference? 7981. Salisbury Plain? Yes, sir. Where's that? You're standing on it, sir. I'm dreadfully sorry. I hope I haven't dirtied it. It's, <laughs> it's all right, sir. We have it blankoed every other day. Yes. Come in. Two, three. <laughs> ah, it's a naval snotty RN. <laughs> What are you doing so far inland? I ran aground, sir. I was sent alongside to report on the cooking. Mm, well, you'd, 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 you'd better follow me. Oh. The uh, Derbyshire Yeomanry have laid on 14 flamethrowing tanks. I see. I say, what call is that? A cookhouse. Number one on our hit parade, you know. Has been for 300 years well, now. Yes, yes. yes. Now, here we are. Now, Ed, if you'll just come into this observation post, you'll be able to watch the whole of the Christmas pudding being cooked. Now, let's go over to this cream. Right, yes. yes. On the... Hello, listeners. The sound you're hearing are the tanks which are bringing their flamethrowers to bear as they cook the giant Christmas pudding in its gasometer. And now a word from our military observer. Well, at dawn this morning, number 45 commander went in under cover of daylight and brought back samples for testing by the Army Catering Corps. And what was it like? Pretty good. <laughs> I say, Captain Burke. Sir, two, three, four. Uh, field intelligence reports that uh, pudding is done. Splendid, sir. Absolutely first class. Oh, yes. yes, I should wait till things have cooled down a bit, then send in the sappers to blast open the gasometer with Bangalore torpedoes, leaving the pudding completely at our mercy. Splendid. Over, Roger. And now. Thank you. Uh, excuse me, Major. Uh, I'm from the BBC. I'm sorry, I don't have any money on me. <laughs> Ask John Snag. He's got a fortune in his mattress, you know. Oh! There she goes. There she goes, you see that? Split the gasometer completely in two. Well done, slappers. Indeed, yes, listeners. Right in two, revealing a great big steaming Christmas pudding. And uh, there you hear the 74th Medium Regiment RA firing over open sights smack into the pudding itself. Uh, tell me, Major, what are they firing? Certainly bits. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. The infantry have gone in. There are CEOs on the walkie-talkie. Oh, uh, hello, Sunray here. Yeah? Mousetrap speaking. Yes. Here's the sitrep, sir. Yes. B Company, second fourth hands have reached the summit of the Christmas pudding. <laughs> uh, right. Consolidate. Uh, Roger and out. Roger and out, sir. Gentlemen, the army's task in this matter is completed. It is now under RAF command, unfortunately. <laughs> That night, an excited house was given the news. Honorable members, I have this moment received good news that 1,700 hours British troops began the summit 
of the combined services Christmas pudding <laughs> and they are planted the British olive. <laughs> One hour later, shop with camels of bomber command, dropped delayed brandy bombs, and set the pudding on fire. <laughs> the magnificent Christmas stuff is now ready for transportation. Late that night, service chiefs were given their instructions at the war office. Go on, Jim, dear. Gentlemen, please, please. If the chief of the Imperial General Staff will lay off the Joanna, thank you. Oh, blimey, I've always played it before. <laughs> I have your sealed orders containing four tickets for the windmill and this message. What? Two to the left, yeah? The pudding will be... What about the old general stuff, yeah? I don't wish to do it. What about the old fashioned the old general stuff, yeah? Hey, see, look What about a flying duck, now? What about it? What about the turkey in the shop? Hey, now, The pudding will be divided as follows. One slice to be cut and filled with antifreeze for immediate transport to the Trans-Antarctic Expedition. The remainder of the giant Christmas pudding will be fitted with wheels, a diesel engine, and driven to the Middle East depots for distribution. Signed, Field Marshal Montgomery. Have you ever driven a Christmas pudding before, Echo? No, I never driven anything before. Then how did you get the job? Well, the sergeant said, One pace forward, my good man. Anyone who can play the piano. Ah, can you play the piano then? No. <laughs> then why are you driving a Christmas pudding? I want to learn to play the piano. <laughs> then it's true what the recruiting posters say. What? What do the recruiting posters say? They say you're somebody in the modern army today. Oh. And what are you? I'm somebody in the modern army today. Oh, I wondered who you were. Hello, Kitty. Hello, Ted. Hello, Jim. Um, um, how did you... How did you join? Well, well, I was in the street, yeah. right in sunning kind of Oh! <laughs> I was only writing my name. Oh, wouldn't I know who done it then? No, I didn't sign it. <laughs> oh, you got brain bottle. Well, then, go, go on then. Then comes a naughty, hairy man wearing a soldier set. And he said, little Finchley lad, you don't want to write your name in silly chalk. You want to write your name in ink. And then I said, where? And he said, on this nice military dotted line. So I signed it. 
And then they said, can you play the piano? And I said, yes. And here I am. Give us a tune. What would you like? My ticket. How does it go? It goes, doctor. My dear military doctor. You gotta believe me, I got a bad back in the front. I'm not fit for active service. I got a bone in my leg. And when I close my eyes, I can't see. When I lie down, it hurts me to run sideways. And oh, it's time for railing. Come on, River, that old man River, he must know something, but don't say nothing. He keeps on rolling, keeps on rolling along. He don't plant taters, he don't plant cotton, and them that plants him is soon forgotten. But old man River keeps on rolling along. You and me, we sweat and strain, body all aching, wrecked with pain. Tote that barge, lift the bale, you get a little drunk and you land in jail. Like this weary, sick of trying, tired of living, afraid of dying. But old man river keeps rolling along. Know something, but don't say nothing. He keeps on rolling, keeps on rolling along. Yes, he don't plant taters and he don't plant cotton, and then the plants him is soon forgotten. But old man River keeps rolling along. Sick of trying, tired of living, afraid of dying. But old man river keeps rolling along, rolling along, rolling along. That old man river he keeps rolling Grit pipe. Tell them who we are. Mariotti and Grit pipe. <laughs> Ed got a laugh. It passed the time. Continue. Hello, Ted. Hello, Jim. <laughs> What's that coming round the mountain pass in Saranayaka? I'll soon tell. Hand me my wig. I'll just trim the fringe. <laughs> ah, yes. It's a pristy bumpet. It's a giant Christmas pudding with a sign on top that says Low Bridge. Anything else? Yes, a low bridge. <laughs> this is our big chance. Big chance to what? To eat food. Food. I've got our food. Oh, oh, give me my teeth back. 
Gave me my teeth. I can't have them, Moriarty. They're but mine. No. They're mine forever. Oh, you know. Be kind to a little steaming record. Up. No, you should never have left France. No, no, no. I never left it. It, it you, left you, me. You, you, nothing, Norman. Oh. You. First, we must stop the Moriarty. Now, you lay across the road and show the top of your boot. Right. Not too much, though. It may be a lady driver. Right. Moriarty, she pulled up. They ran over me first. And I ruined the gag. And I continued as if nothing had happened. I shall follow suit. Ah, poor little thin man. Did we hurt you? Yes, little cardboard string lad. Only one thing can save poor old Moriarty's life. Yes, he must have a diet of military Christmas pudding, which he must eat on the move. That's a bit of luck. Christmas pudding will keep you on the move, all right, chum. <laughs> and we're, we're, we're driving one on the move as well. Quick, help me get him inside then. Okay, I'll, I'll take his legs, you take his hound, and I'll take... What, nothing left is there? What? Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, the portion of the pudding destined for the Antarctic base was on board the Theron, going full steam ahead over the ice floes. Oh, Gad, what a night. Nothing but sleep. I tell you, I tell you, it's hell out there. Actually, it's a little bit colder. Oh. Keep your chin up, Major. Why? It's in the soup. I'm sorry, I thought my beard was on fire. Land ahead! Hear it? They've sighted the Filcher Ice Shelf. Gad, in a few days we'll be at the base with the pudding. What a thrill it will be. I can see Dr. Fuchs' face now. You've got damn good eyesight, that's Thank all you. I can do. Prepare to unload pudding, dogs, and sled. Seven months later. Oh, oh Shigun, what's the time? I can't tell you until it gets dark. Why not? My watch has got a luminous dial. <laughs> Curse. We shall have to wait till nightfall before we know it's late. <laughs> Who cares about things like that? When we've, when we've run out of food. We've still got the Christmas pudding. Let us eat that. What? You touch that knock and I'll, I'll drop you in your tracks. Oh. Uh -huh. That's for the boys at the Antarctic base. But if we don't eat it, we won't have the strength to pull it. <laughs> at the back of my legs, I knew he was right. <laughs> All right, Bloodlock. But we'll... We'll just have a thin quarter-ounce slice of pudding each. Can't I have a thick quarter-ounce slice? <laughs> no, but I'll meet you halfway. All right, I'll see you there then. Forward! Give him a bend December 52nd. Took off record of effects. For three nights now... Gallant Badnock has volunteered to stay awake and guard the pudding. December 1st, pudding getting smaller. Badnock getting bigger. Sigurd getting suspicious. December 19th. Oh. Caught Badnock brown-handed digging into the pudding. It's a lie. We're just good friends, I tell you. <laughs> Officer, arrest that pudding for molesting me out of season. You, Wait, have. Badnock, you, oh. you devil of the snows. Oh. Open your hand. Ah! 
So that's what you're after. The threepenny bits. Yes, I wanted to make a brown phone call. Phones? Here? <laughs> Don't answer it. It's a mirage. Nonsense, it's a phone. Hello? Hello, this is a mirage speaking. Oh! You were right, Sigun. Oh, unless we reach the base soon, my mind will give out. Well, try to use it as little as possible. I always do. Hello, we've brought you your Christmas pudding. What, 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 No, thanks, I'm trying to give them up. Here, I bet this is the first time you've had snow in Libya. What? We're in Libya? Nonsense. I am. According to my kilkolutions and our position on the map, we're 20 miles south of here. Well, we shall soon settle this. Let's ask somebody. Excuse me, sir, where's our position? Cher monsieur, soyez les bienvenus à New York. He says, welcome to New York. What's New York doing in Libya? Nonsense. Nonsense, Eccles. You mean, what's New York doing in the Antarctic? Perhaps it's on holiday. It's, it's a bad time of the year. Will you stop talking rubbish? I make my living doing that. <laughs> Sing, Frankie. Well, we'll soon settle where we are. Stand me on my head. Right. No. Now then, I'll just toss this coin, this melody coin. Ah, heads. There. We are in Mongolia. Ah, but you're using a Mongolian penny. Yes, but only from the inside. What does that mean? It means we are in Mongolia. I want to learn the piano. <laughs> Liberace started that luck, and look how he turned out. Wait a minute. Here is an urgent communique from the war office. If a sledge drawn by Sigurd RN should arrive at the transit camp in Melbourne, will the commanding officer please redirect him to the Antarctic base? Here is a further message. If a hollow Christmas pudding on wheels should report to the British Embassy in Calcutta, will, will they please shoot the driver? driver. <laughs> and, uh, oh yes, a Merry Christmas to you all. Good night. Good night. That was The Goon Show, a BBC recorded program featuring Peter Sellers, Harry Seacombe and Spike Milligan with the Relegant Quartet, Max Geldray and the orchestra conducted by Wally Stott. Script by Spike Milligan and Larry Stevens. Announcer, Wallace Greenslade. The program produced by Pat Dixon. Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.